Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast and feel free to share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes. Trey Blossman and I will take a look at college football. Will we have college football this fall? What might it look like? Full stadiums or not? We'll get into all of that with Sports Takes and Trey Blossman. College football, a couple of things on the MLB and the NBA, but primarily it's all about college football. Later this week, we'll have another podcast, Chin Music, our MLB report. Rick Robinson and I will talk about the proposed restart to Major League Baseball. All of that and much more at Talking Sports with TK. Again, please feel free to share this podcast with all of your friends, and you can connect on social media. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Talking Sports with TK has its own Facebook and Instagram account. Please connect. We're happy to do that. We're going to listen to a quick message from Anchor about how you can do your own podcast and make some money. Then we'll come back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. It's Sports Takes, all a part of Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Two. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Trey Blossman. It's Sports Takes, yet another episode. And we're going to talk about college football. Will we see it this fall? What might it look like? We both have some thoughts, and we're going to kick it around. Please, I encourage you to share this podcast with all your friends, especially if they're a college football fan. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tommy. Doing great. This is incredible weather run we've been having is it's hard to be in a bad mood even with all the craziness yeah it's almost like golf weather that's what i used to call it where it's you know you can go play golf and not sweat and enjoy the blue sky i mean i went for a walk a little earlier today it was wonderful out there yeah it's it's quite nice i'll tell you you know it's a shame here in the new orleans area where everything is about the tourist dollar and tourism i think with the run of weather we've had that the French quarter festival and the jazz festival would have set serious attendance records this spring. Uh, they would have been huge. Uh, you know, jazz fest has had some ugly weather cast upon it over the years. And this year would have been probably the eight days of best weather they'd ever had combined. Uh, and it is unfortunate, you know, uh, we need to get this economy kicking and new Orleans could have had a big spring that it missed out on hotels are ghost towns right now. Uh, we'll see some movement towards opening things up starting on the weekend. And that's good for everybody. I think. Right. Well, yeah, we're here to talk some college football and uh, the governor of Louisiana made an announcement Monday afternoon. They're going to begin uh, lifting the lockdown uh, phase one, whatever you want to call it, easing some restrictions. And I think that's a great step in the right direction. Now, getting to college football, that's still a, a little bit away on the old calendar, but it's sneaking up quickly. 
personally, I think we will have college football this fall. I don't think it's going to look normal, whatever normal is. I don't know that LSU is going to play the 12-game schedule that I have taped on the wall here in my office or or other schools are all going to complete their schedules. You could have a lot of other elements in there. You could have some states that maybe aren't playing. Uh, question is, will there be fans? I'm not sure. I'm not smart enough to know that. But I think we're going to have some kind of college football that will be on television. And I almost, it, it might sound like a wild and crazy idea, but I almost think like they ought to have like a, a rehearsal, have two football teams roll into Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge, LSU and whomever, okay? Let them bring their full entourage coaches players support staff managers equipment people trainers you know everybody and then let 80,000 people go in the stadium you know and provided they don't have a fever and then let them all sit there for two and a half three hours let the band play whatever you know play a game of touch football don't matter and then let everybody leave and let's let's see if anybody gets sick that might be a ridiculous idea but it might be a thing to do instead of waiting until September and then you have voila. But I think we'll have college football this year. You know, will it be packed stadiums? The Alabama AD says they're proceeding like they're going to have a full schedule and they're going to have a full stadium. And then he'll do otherwise if he has to. Uh, you know, many states are opening up. Many football coaches are saying they want to get together by June 1, June 15 at the latest. So here as we sit in the uh, – um, to almost to the midpoint of May, my thought is we're going to have college football. It just might not look like we're normally used to seeing it uh, across the country. Well, Tommy, you know, if you're going to have college football and you're going to have fans in the stands, if you're going to say, well, let's enforce social distancing within the stands and Let's reduce the capacity of Tiger Stadium from 102,000 down to, say, 50,000. Who's to say who gets the tickets? That's going to open up a can of worms that's going to be unbelievably difficult. Uh, I think this, Tommy, if there's going to be football, if you feel safe, go to the game. If you don't feel safe, stay home and watch it on TV. It's pretty simple to me. Uh, the percentages of deaths from this disease, from this virus, is relatively low, Tommy. When you factor out those that died in nursing homes, which look, the governors that called for that, Cuomo and whoever else, that's on them. That was a stupid thing to in- send infected patients into nursing homes full of old and sickly people. That, that was just flat out stupid. But if we take away those nursing home deaths, the death rate from this COVID-19 coronavirus, whatever you want to call it, is very, very low. If young, healthy people want to go out and watch football in the fall, let them go watch football. If my 88-year-old father determines that for the first time, since he was a college student, he's going to miss an LSU home game because he's at risk, then so be it. His streak ends. He'll make that decision. But if we're going to play football, let's not play in empty stadiums. I think that's ridiculous. Let's open them up and let the people who want to come, come. 
I agree with you 100%. I think you hit the nail on the head. If if you, you don't want to go, if you don't feel safe, you don't think it's right, don't go. You know don't I mean? go. I mean, look, there's several parts in every major city, parts of town, when it's probably not a good idea to walk through the middle of some areas at midnight all by yourself. You, you, your risk of something happening would be significant. I don't know if that's a good or bad example, but it's a fact. It Sure it is. Yeah. So and, and it's just like I, it's called managing the risk. Okay, you know if, if some forty-five-year-old man or woman wakes up on a Saturday morning of an LSU game and feeling awful, got a little fever, got got a headache, all that, don't go to the game because you would put others at risk. You know, no different than people call into work sick every day around this country somewhere. They don't go to work. They don't. They can't make it, or they, they say, "Hey, I can't make it this weekend. I'm not feeling good." It's it's simple. Manage the risk, and and I hope we have college football. I think we will. I'm like you, though. I hope it's full stadiums. Now, I guess the downside, the the flip side of the coin is, what if you know LSU plays their home game against Texas San Antonio on September five, and they play Texas the next week. Then all of a sudden there's 50,000 COVID-19 cases reported in Baton Rouge. Then they're going to shut things down or things are going to stop. So uh, no matter when you do something, that that risk will be there. So let's throw it on the wall, see what happens. I'm of the thinking that it's not going to surface. It's always going to be there. They're not going to get a vaccine for it. They still do not have a vaccine for HIV, which is over 30 years old. They don't have a vaccine for that yet, and they've been trying to get one. So how are they going to get a vaccine for this? Uh, you know, like somebody told me, he said, if you, you know, soap and water works, you wash your hands, you can't get it. Why can't they, you know, figure out a vaccine? Well, easier said than done, and I'm not medical by any stretch. But I say play college football, and if there's a school that says we're not playing, okay, you're not playing. We'll, we'll replace you on the schedule with somebody that wants to play. They will be able to do that. TV money will be there. It'll be just fine. And the fans that want to go can go. I sure hope the heck that's what we see. Well, Tommy, you know, in your scenario, if there are 50,000 new cases in the South Louisiana after two home games for LSU football, hopefully those 50,000 cases are healthy young people because the people that went to the games are the people who could afford to catch this virus and the people that are going to die from it chose not to go to the games. Uh, It's pretty simple to me. I'm at risk. I'm over 60 years old. I have high blood pressure. They tell me that puts me at risk. I've been fairly careful for the last eight weeks. Uh, I'm not ready to run out to the first open restaurant I can find, but we've been picking up takeout every Saturday night and a couple other nights during the week. I've been averaging a grocery store run maybe every 10 days. I put on gloves. I have covered my face. I haven't done it the last few times because I've read mixed reports on what good wearing a mask is going to do for me. But I'm being careful. I'm going to continue to be careful. But if my 34-year-old son wants to go to the LSU game, he ought to go to the LSU game, right? Right. Pretty yeah, and, and and just a couple other spinoffs to this. You know, when I read how they might wait and play in the spring, that's not a good idea. No, it's okay. Not. You you can't alter the sports calendar that much. You know, if you try to say, well, we're going to play football in the spring, 
well, you're going to have Trevor Lawrence and others saying, well, I'm not playing because the NFL draft is coming up and I'm not going to risk injury when I'm about to be a millionaire. And then, you know, stadium availability. Uh, what about the spring sports? I mean, you can't play it all at once. We talked about that a couple of podcasts right, ago. Right. So if you reach a point where, you know, if we get to September, October, and we can't play a shortened football season, scrap it. Okay, Jay, let history show that it was canceled. Just and, like I think the NBA should scrap things now. Okay, and, and Shaquille O'Neal and Reggie Miller are among two players that I've heard say they should just cancel it now. Baseball going to try to start, play an 82-game schedule or whatever it is. You don't have to cancel that yet, but you may have to reach that point. It, you know, I understand this is all about money, and they want to play because of money. College football in particular needs the revenue that comes in for money to, for all for the athletic departments across the board, top to bottom. You know, we've seen some sports already get dropped. Florida Tech, which is a Division II school, dropped football today because of the pandemic. They don't think it's, they've only had it for four or five years, but they don't think it's worth continuing right now. And again, that's a D2 school. You know, it's it's a you know like a big high school thing, really. So if you got to make a decision, you got to make a decision. But, you know, and if you have to scrap it, scrap it. Other things have interfered the sports world and the regular world. And that may, you know, life can be unfair some days, you know. Um, I, I, and that I mean, might just be the way it goes. I, I totally agree on not changing the sports calendar. Uh, you know, you would devastate college football, uh, basketball and baseball by playing football in the spring. And then you can't come back and play in the fall if you just played in the spring. It's better to sit it out and wait till your season would start anyway. I saw something in Major League Baseball is going to make a proposal to the Players Association tomorrow. But I read a few things about it, and it st- calls for a start of spring training sometime in June with a schedule that would start 4th of July weekend and run just through the regular season in September with playoffs in October. That's smart if they can open at that time. Now, the NBA, no matter what they decided to do, whoever wins the title, it would go with an asterisk this year, Tommy. And I don't know that it's worth risking getting some of the top NBA players injured to compete for a title that would come with an asterisk with it. Uh, I think, and I've got all the world and respect in the world for Shaq and Reggie Miller. Uh, I think they're right. As much as I'd love to see the NBA playing in two weeks, I think those guys are right. Yeah. I mean, sooner or later you reach a point that you're going to have to, you know, make a decision. And, you know, that just, it might not be today, might not be tomorrow, but it's going to be there. And I don't think you need to alter the big picture sports calendar across this country, professional sports, college sports, high school sports, and I'll throw in youth sports, which hopefully uh, my word is they're going to begin playing in a couple of weekends from now with all the tournaments. And, you know, I work a lot of those. So uh, our phones are blowing up at the state office of uh, the U-Triple-S-A baseball. But, you know, when, as soon as we can make that decision, we will. So, you know, a couple of the conferences of college football have already announced virtual media days, kind of like the NFL did the draft. SEC not on that list yet, but I suspect they will be. And that would make sense. 
you don't need to get a thousand people over to Atlanta or Birmingham, wherever it's going to be this year. I don't even know for sure. I know they began moving around Nashville, maybe just do it like they did the NFL draft. And, you know, and then each coach could go to his local media and do something the next day to answer questions from the local media as opposed to the national media. And look at all the money that would be saved, the time and travel. And in college football, you could get the same message out. There's no question about that. And then, you know, hopefully, you know, SEC media days and football scheduled for mid-July, roughly two months from right now, uh, give or take a day uh, from this week. So, uh, you know, if you got to do that, that's fine. But, uh, you know, that that's that's no problem. But they got to get these kids in. To, you know, lots of kids are working out strength and conditioning and weight training and throwing footballs, catching footballs, wherever it might be, kicking footballs. But, you know, the coaches will be more comfortable with getting everybody in and proceeding. But the other side of that coin is everybody's going to be in the same boat. If they say you can start practicing, you know, July the 20th, that's when everybody will start practicing. So there'll be no inherent advantage to one team that's been working out for, you know, three months than the other teams hadn't. Yeah, well, you, you can't allow that. I mean, there's no way. No, you got to keep the playing field as level as possible. And if you're off by a day or two, then so be it, because not every team's first game is on the same first weekend. You know, you always got that handful of teams that opens up before other teams. So, you know, and everybody's got buys at different times. So, hey, just got to live with it. Sometimes life's not fair. But I want to see college football. I think we will see college football. It just might not look normal, but I'm hoping that it does. Well, you know, we can all hope, Tommy. And again, things are opening up. They will be opening up. My recommendation, like I said, is people who feel like they're at risk to maintain caution and let everybody else go on and live their lives. And let's try and reboot this economy before it's too late. We had the best economy in decades here in America eight weeks ago. And, uh, you know, the models that we based all these shutdowns on were wrong let's face up to the fact that they were wrong they were overstated let's get things going before we find ourselves in a half decade depression you know let's let's get things cooking it's time i went to a local water and hole in baton rouge this past saturday night uh patio seating etc had a little music, a guy playing the acoustic guitar. They had a service window. You placed your order for food or drink, you know, and then they, you, you had to go pick it up. There was no table service. And there was a bunch of people having a dang good time. Glad to be out. Good to see friends they hadn't seen in a while. And so I saw a few posts on Facebook saying, I wouldn't want to be there. I said, well, just what you said earlier, Trevor, then don't go. If you don't feel right, comfortable right. Don't go. sitting on That's the right. patio, listening to music, drinking a couple of cold ones, then don't go do it. It's simple. It's not brain surgery here. You know, but I can tell you, a lot of people were comfortable, and I was in that number, and, you know, everybody had a great time. Look, no he, here in West St. Tammany, places starting on Tuesday for the made-up holiday of Cinco de Mayo, uh, places that were open with courtyards or patios were crowded. People are ready to move forward. And uh, again, the models were wrong. They were grossly overstated. Uh, let's recognize that. And, you know, we can't continue to overreact when we overreacted because the models were wrong and we now know that they were wrong. 
move forward with what we'll move forward with what we now know. All right. So in summary, uh, we both think there'll be college football. We think there should be college football. And we're both voting for full stadiums or normal attendance. And yeah, there's always going to be somebody that don't want to go. And not every stadium is filled to the, to the brim for every game. Uh, we, we know that. But hopefully it's as close to normal as possible. And, uh, you know, the, the athletic departments can make their money. People who don't want to go can watch on TV. People who want to go can go. I, I sure hope that's what we see. Now, you and I. Could end up being wrong. We may not see it, but that's what we think here as we approach the middle of May. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Trey, uh, as always, enjoy uh, doing this podcast. We encourage folks to share it and check out all the podcasts at Talking Sports with TK. And, of course, Sports Takes, as always, Trey Blossman and myself. We'll have another podcast coming up for you real soon. Trey, enjoy the week, and uh, hopefully this nice weather hangs around a little bit. Yes, sir. Let's hope so. Thank you, Tommy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.